Hello, my love, and welcome back to The Sunshine Project. My name is Chloe. I am your host, and I have been very much looking forward to delving into what we're going to delve into this week because we are talking all things love and relationships. And I'm not going to lie, I've had a pretty reflective time having a look at all the different things that I want to chat to you about today. And in two days' time on Wednesday, we're going to be speaking about breakups um, because we all have them. I have had a couple of absolute doozies, which I'm more than happy to spill the tea on. We're going to be talking about finding your human, what that looks like, what it means, how to go about it, perhaps. And then we're going to talk about life together. So life with your person. Now, I will say right up the top that I am talking about monogamous relationships um, in these episodes. I suppose if you're in a non-monogamous relationship or if your situation is different, then I would recommend just maybe using your imagination a little bit. I wish that I could speak for everyone's experience all of the time, but it's just not the case. It's not a choose your own adventure, although maybe that is a good idea for a podcast series. Um, so yeah, please just bear that in mind as you listen. I can only speak from where I'm at, which is a place of love and relationships and monogamy. But I hope that no matter what your circumstance, you find something kind of golden in all of this as well. Hopefully you have listened to enough of The Sunshine Project by now that you know how we start these episodes. Um, if you haven't, and this is your very first time here, then welcome. We are so glad to have you in the fold. And whether you're new, whether you've been here since the very first day, whether you come and you go or it's a consistent kind of thing for you, I think we should delve into this week's mindful moment. Hi, I am so glad to be sharing this moment with you wherever you are and wherever you are right now. I want you to take a second to feel any tenseness that might have arisen in your body when I mentioned love and relationships. Because we all have a relationship with relationships. We all have a little bit of baggage we all have some mixed up mudly feelings, maybe about the relationship we're in, maybe about relationships we have been in, maybe about the relationship that we're seeking and that we can't quite seem to find. But I want you to feel that tightness and that tenseness. Is it in your shoulders? I want you to take a moment with me and just stretch them out. Give them a little shake, loosen them up. Is the tightness in your chest? Whether it is or it isn't, there's no harm to be done in taking in a deep breath. Holding it and releasing. And as you release, we're gonna release all of that tension and all of that tenseness that we've spoken about. 
I want you to unclench your jaw. I want you to give your feet a little wiggle, wiggle those toes. I want you to move your head side to side. Do another deep breath in. Another deep breath out. And here we are. It's just you and me. And the relationship that we're going to be talking about in this mindful moment isn't a relationship with anyone else. It's your relationship with you. Because I know, my love, that you have so much love to give. I know that it is just brimming from you. And you want to wrap it up so neatly and so sweetly and you want to give it to the people that you adore. It is just brimming from you. And I want you to know that as you walk through the world, everyone has their stuff. So the people that you love have their stuff. The people that love you have their stuff. The way that other people act is very rarely a direct reflection on you and all that you can do truly is gather all that love you've got to give and yes give some share some because what a beautiful gift that is but I also want you to make sure that you're sharing some with yourself if your love was a delicious tea cake one dotted with whipped cream and with strawberries dusted with icing sugar I want you to imagine that before you take it to the picnic you promise yourself that you are going to cut yourself a slice and enjoy that cake because there is no use pouring all of your love and time and energy into something and not even getting to enjoy a little bit of it yourself you deserve big love you deserve happy fulfilling glorious relationships you do and you deserve to never give your time to anyone who treats you like you're ordinary because you my love are magic and I hope you taste that in your slice of strawberries and cream Thank you for spending that mindful moment with me. I must admit, it's actually one of my favourite times of the week recording that. And it might be one of your favourite times too, because so many people who listen to this podcast have told me that. And if you're one of those people, then thank you. That makes me very happy and very, very proud. And today, as we speak about relationships, I have decided that we are going to split up, well, not just today, this week, I've decided we're going to split the topic up into three different parts. So we're going to be talking about breakups and yes, breakups first, which might sound a little bit strange because often we associate breakups with the end of something. But in my experience, they are also often the start of something, something that can be kind of wonderful and painful and earth-shattering and, you know, all of that stuff that makes up being a human being in the world and the universe. But yeah, I thought we might start there. And then today as well, 
we're going to talk about finding your human. So breakups and finding your human today will delve into some of the best advice I've ever received about breakups and advice that I truly think has got me through some messy, messy situations in the past. When it comes to finding your human, I will acknowledge the insufferable nature of someone like me speaking to you about something like that. And we'll also tap into, yeah, just some suggestions, just some suggestions around that entire situation. And then on Wednesday, for our second episode of the week, I am going to be dedicating the whole episode to the idea of life together with your person. So the idea of being in a relationship. And as with the friendship series that was, I think, week two or three of this podcast, feels like a lifetime ago now, um, even if you think that the breakup section or the finding your person section doesn't apply to you, or even if the idea of the life together section feels completely alien, that's okay. I would love if you would still listen to it because you might even find some stuff in there that's helpful for other people in your life. You might find stuff in there that's helpful for you in the future, hopefully not if it's something that you don't want to be, but I would just love if you would sit with me and take it all in as I muse and I riff and we spend time diving deep into this together. Breakups. Breakups suck. Let's be honest, they suck. And it doesn't even matter the circumstance. Well, look, maybe, maybe you are currently going through the world's most fabulous breakup and you've never felt better and you've never felt less alone. But for most of us, mere mortals, breakups are just the pits. And it doesn't even matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter if you are the one that has been broken up with and you are feeling such rejection and such loneliness and such 3am what on earth is the matter with me thoughts. It doesn't matter if you are the one that had to do the breaking up with and you've got all these messy feelings in your tummy that feel like guilt and like emptiness and like you really hate hurting people and you really hate hurting people's feelings and you did that and you know it was the right choice but was it the right choice? Breakups suck when they are explosive and loud and angry and passionate and breakups suck when they're quiet and they're fizzling and you felt the gap between you grow grow larger and colder and lonelier and emptier over time. Breakups suck when you promise that you're going to be friends and breakups suck when you swear you never want to see them again and they're just hard and there's not much I can do about helping you through that feeling. I wish I could. I wish I could because it's a feeling that so many of us have been through and so many go through and I would say every few days I receive a message, mostly to my Instagram account, asking how you can get through a breakup. And what I'm going to do 
today is share with you all of the things that I have said in reply to all of the messages that have asked me this question. The first one, and something that has got me through breakups in my past, although I'd love to address the elephant in the room. I know it's not the first time I've said that there's an elephant in the room. I seem to have a very busy, very elephanty room when I record these episodes. Um, I haven't been through a breakup for over 10 years. I have been with my husband since 2013 and it is now 2023. The last breakup I went through was when I was 18 years old, so very different landscape than if I was 28 years old. Very different relationship, very different intensity. I would say, though, that it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter what circumstances you're in, it doesn't matter what sort of life you've built together, whether you had all the dreams and all the plans or a house or dogs or you only, I don't know, fell in love six weeks ago and it's just been mad and and wild and it's suddenly come to an end, it still hurts and it's all relative and it's okay to hold space for what you're going through, no matter what it looks like. But something that helped me back then all those years ago and something that I've seen help other people around me is this funny feeling of solidarity because the truth is that everyone goes through breakups and I'm not trying to minimise what you're going through because, again, it sucks. I am just trying to say that if we take a second and think about all of the songs written about broken hearts, if we think of all of the movies where heartbreak is the main theme, if we think of every piece of art and every conversation and every reminder of our human existence that is centred around heartbreak, it's going to make us feel a little bit less alone. And I know none of those people were in your relationship. None of those people had what you two had, but they had something similar. And now they don't, and life has gone on. Because the truth is that there are far better things ahead than anything we leave behind. I believe that with my whole heart. And if you're in a position right now where you're wondering if the things that you have left behind in a relationship are the best things that you are ever going to experience in your whole wide life, oh, my goodness, no, no, my love, they're not. There will be a moment in your future where you will have the sudden startling realisation that everything that has happened up until that point has happened exactly how it was meant to. You're going to have a moment of, thank God that I didn't get what I thought I wanted at that time because the things that are waiting for you are so much more wonderful and they're going to feel just right. My mum always told me when I was younger, never go backwards in a relationship. Like that was just her her blanket rule, never go backwards in the same way that she might have a blanket rule that was never shoplift or never push someone over on the street. I don't know. But the conviction with which she presented me 
that rule, never go backwards, is something that I learned to just trust and believe in. And it's something that I would love you to trust and believe in, please. And I'm not saying if you're considering, you know, ending up with the person that you have just broken away from one day, one or five or ten years in the past, I'm not saying that can never happen, but what I'm saying is one or five or ten years in the future, you are going to be different people. You won't be going backwards. You'll be going forwards. You'll be walking different paths and maybe you meet up and maybe that's beautiful, but if you go backwards right now, nothing is going to change. I can't offer you a list of ways in which you can move through this any faster. But what I can do, my love, is present you with a little bit of a sunshine toolkit. And if that sounds kind of familiar and kind of unfamiliar, it's because I've been thinking about the self-care toolkit that we created together in the first week of the Sunshine Project. And I've been thinking about how we can use that in other areas of our lives. So not just self-care, but sunshine. How can we add a practical little sprinkle of sunshine to things that are going on for us? And so let's pull it out together. This is our sunshine toolkit that we use during breakups. You don't know this yet, um, but you're about to because it's all developing as we go, but each Sunshine Toolkit comes packaged slightly differently and this week's, oh, yep, it's in, oh, it's in a canvas roll, this sort of like creamy coloured canvas roll and I'm just unrolling it now. Oh, and the inside of the canvas roll is emblazoned with this golden kind of matte shiny embroidery that says use this time. That's beautiful. So let's see what the three items are that we've got here. Oh, yes, okay. So the first item in our Sunshine Toolkit for Breakups is to reconnect. Because the truth is when we're in a relationship, when we're in a good relationship or a bad relationship or a mellow relationship or a mad relationship, we just kind of lose touch a little bit with the people around us. So what a good time this is to reconnect with friends that we may have spent a little bit less time with, to reconnect with family members, to reconnect with anyone that we haven't been able to pour as much into, or we haven't been able to see as much, or we haven't been able to spend as much time with in the last however long it's been. Because there's a reason that these people are in your life. There are things that they're going to bring out in you that you adore that are your best self, that are, if you haven't seen them in a while, maybe a little bit different than anyone you've been or anything you've done in the last, again, however long it's been. So what a beautiful time it is to catch up for a coffee or to go for a dance or to say yes to opportunities that you've been saying no to for so long, to reconnect. Okay. And the next item in our Breakup Sunshine Toolkit is 
cover three bases. Oh yeah, this is advice that a friend of mine gave me 10 years ago now when I was going through my last really big, really bad breakup. And he said to me that if you're in a good relationship, then there are three bases that that relationship covers, bases that are left uncovered when that relationship ends. So one base is love and it's intimacy. It's sharing secrets. It's quiet moments. It's it's not the physical stuff, but it's the love that you have for one another, the deep, meaningful stuff. The second base is friendship. So someone that you can just laugh with and tell about your day and you know, just do life with in a really fun, light, free way. And the third base is the physical stuff, which I, if I remember correctly, he used a different word to describe that. So I'll leave that up to your imagination. But essentially it's intimacy again, but it's physical intimacy. And so he said to me, When a relationship ends and all those bases are suddenly uncovered, you can feel super exposed and you can feel super alone. And that's fair enough. But he suggested that maybe covering those bases in different ways is a way to really work through what's going on. Because I've been listening to an audiobook this week um, in preparation for our grief episode, which is coming soon. And I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially a character loses someone in their life and and another character says to them, you cannot get through grief, you cannot get through loss, you cannot get over heartbreak. You can't just jump over it, hop over it, skip over it. it. It doesn't work like that. It's not something you get over or move around. It's something that moves through you. It's not an active thing, and we're so used to things being active. It is passive. You move through grief. Heartbreak moves through you, and you'll know when you're on the other side. But, yeah, an easy an easy little way to help yourself while you get to the other side, or the other side reaches you, I suppose, is to cover those bases. So they don't all need to be with the same person, because if they're with the same person, then you're probably in a relationship again. But if you've got someone in your life that can cover the base of friendship, maybe it's a best friend, maybe it's a sibling, maybe it's someone you haven't seen for years, but who you light up just thinking about, perfect doesn't even have to be one person. If you are the opposite of codependent, that can be like 10 different people on the friendship base. The intimacy base, intimacy can exist without romance. So again, maybe that's a friend, maybe it's your mum, maybe it's just someone that you can crack your soul open with and spill out everything to. And the physical base, look, there are plenty of apps for that now. They're are lots of ways that you can fulfill yourself physically, but human connection is really nice. So I would advise maybe thinking outside just the sexy stuff and thinking about hugging people when you need a hug, thinking about initiating physical contact like a hand on the arm or a squeeze or, you know, just person-to-person stuff. But if you cover those bases, according to this Sunshine Toolkit, you're going to be kind of okay. 
Oh, and the last item in this sunshine toolkit is right down. Yeah. It says meet yourself because they say that often things feel like the end, but they're sometimes the beginning. And I think this is kind of like that. Who are you? Who are you now? Who are you here? Who are you on the other side of this relationship? What have you learned? What have you found out about yourself? And what is there left to discover? Because I bet there is so much left to discover. I bet there are hobbies you don't even know you have yet. I bet there are elements of your personality that will come to bloom if you tend to them just a little. What an exciting adventure you're about to be on. Finding your human. Look, it is insufferable, probably, that I'm sitting here talking to you about this when, as I've mentioned, I have been with my human for 10 years. We've done 10 years worth of life together. But I kind of do get what that feels like because of the whole trying for a baby thing. I've spoken to friends who are single, single in the way that they are actively looking for someone to do life with. And we've agreed it's kind of the same vibe, right? Because if you're the sort of person who is really used to figuring out what you want, working really hard for it, and then getting it, something that involves other people and maybe a dose of magic from the universe is all kinds of confusing and confronting. So, you know, it's like you're more like figuring out what you want, working really hard for it, crossing your fingers, wishing on a star, blowing out the birthday candle with your eyes squeezed shut, and then maybe you get it. And and maybe you don't, at least not for a while. And so, yeah, I understand that it's made more frustrating when there are people, no matter your circumstance, standing across from you saying, it'll happen when you least think about it. If you just, if you just don't think about it, then it will just fall into place. Okay. Cool. Tell my brain that. Tell my subconscious that. So look, I get it. So this isn't going to be a hugely long segment. I'm just going to give you some of the bits that I've got. And one of them is while you're out searching for your person, I really urge you to not settle. I don't mean settle down, tracky tacks and a long night watching old, very average movies that didn't age well is a vibe. I'm talking don't let go of your values, your expectations or your worth just to fit someone else into your life. Because I think that the person that is right for you won't complete you. They'll compliment you. And if you're letting down all of the hopes that you have to squeeze someone in there, Not only are they not going to compliment you because you are not your fullest, truest self, they're also going to feel like they're squeezing in to complete you and you don't need that, my love. You are a gorgeous, glorious, complete, total human being, total package, all on your own. So please know what your non-negotiables are. Are they shared views and values? Are they that you would like to be with someone who is kind? Because I must say, whenever I ask someone about who their dream person is, quite often kindness falls far, far down on the list. It's like, this is what I want the person to look like. This is what I want their lifestyle to be like. These are the ways in which I would like them to be aligned. And all of that stuff is 
like brilliant and really important. Again, figure out who your dream person is, figure out what they look like, go from there. But please, please hold things like kindness tightly. You deserve to be respected and loved and treated well all of the time, all of the time. And if there are any little red flags in your dating journey that say that that might not be the case further down the line, then please don't settle. Please don't negotiate. Please be aware of that. A recent study in the Journal of Social Psychology and Personality Science found that overwhelmingly around two-thirds of romantic relationships in the participants that they studied reported friends first initiation. So the study's called The Friends to Lovers Pathway to Romance, Prevalent, Preferred and Overlooked by Science. And they spoke about how in all of the movies, in all of the romantic comedies, in all of these things that we learn growing up, you bump into a stranger on the street and they are the one for you. And that's it. And it's fireworks and it's happily ever after. And, you know, again, magical, lovely. Love that. But the study did affirm that friends first initiation is prevalent. So the most common way that things start and that it's preferred as well. And I think that's kind of interesting to hold on to. If you are looking for a relationship and you are not in a place where you're surrounded by people that you might be interested in pursuing a relationship with, if all of your friends are coupled up, if you don't have heaps of hobbies. Sometimes I feel like I should have just called this podcast Get a Hobby because I'm recommending it a lot. But with the knowledge that two-thirds of romantic relationships, at least in these studies, are shown to have started being friends first, maybe it's a good time to have a look at making even more friends. Maybe it's a good time to start a class of some kind or to do one of those salty sips or like, you know, those early morning swims that people do down at the beach at like 6am. Maybe it's time to take the pressure off the one-on-one interactions, be they on an app or in real life and to work out who someone is and develop a crush and those giddy, confusing feelings and to go from there. And please remember, no matter where you're at, if you're in a relationship, a situationship, if you're waiting to get proposed to, if you are perpetually single, if you are over it, if you are into it, doesn't matter, please remember that the timeline that you have written for yourself, especially And we come back to this one a lot too, but especially if you don't live in a big city, the timeline that you set for yourself when you were 15, 16, 22, whatever, that you should be married by the time you're 30 and have six children by the time you're 32, that is something that you've created. And that is something that maybe the society around you has created, but there are no hard and fast rules to the timeline. You are not running out of time, my love. I promise you are not running out of time. If you need to be reminded of that, may I suggest watching any one of a movie or a TV show set in a big city, something like The Bold Type or Younger or, I don't know, Sex in the City, Friends, just seeing people that are your age a little bit older, date, 
and learn and muddle through and be nowhere near settling down and refusing to settle. And maybe it will help expand your timeline just a little bit because, my love, you've got time. And thank you for spending this time together with me today. I am so excited to be in your ears again in a couple of days' time with our Life Together part of this series. This has been a very big, juicy episode and I hope that you've enjoyed it and I hope you found some gems in it. And um, if there's someone in your life that is going through a breakup or would like to scowl at me for my insufferable finding your human advice, then please send this their way. You sharing this podcast with the people that you love that you think will love it makes all the difference in the world and it keeps me really excited to do this and to be in your ears and yeah okay I love you a good human I'll speak to you soon this podcast was recorded and edited on Ghana land always was always will be aboriginal land